Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, we'll take a deep dive into the top 10 mistakes planning for retirement, and we'll offer some tips to avoid them. Stay tuned. And now, WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney. Welcome in, everybody. This is WealthWorks Radio. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sadov. Joseph Lenz is here today. Joseph is a fiduciary and independent uh, advisor with Retirement Wealth alongside Eric Carney. Eric, of course, is the, the big guy. He is the big cheese, if you will. That's right. All right. So, uh, hi, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing good, Steve. How are you? Very, very well, thanks. You know, I like these surveys because, and this one in particular, it's it's targeting, um, you know, guys like you, just right. advisors, and what they're seeing their people, what they're seeing their clients, and perhaps potential clients, what they're looking to, to you know, what they see as perhaps mistakes. And the, the first one's got to be underestimating inflation. I don't think anybody's doing that today, but I guess it could yeah. be. Yeah, a couple of years ago, they might have been. But after last year, I mean, I don't think anybody's doing that anymore. And I think you have the mixture of high inflation plus the market being down as much as it was. And it really opened people's eyes because now their investments weren't making them as much money as they were in 2021 or 2020. Plus, you have the rising cost of groceries, gas bills. Uh, if you're renting your rent going up and they're really starting to feel that. And I think this is why Whenever we meet with somebody new, we start to look at their their past rates of return, see how their portfolio was invested before, because we want to make sure that they were taking advantage of those good years in the market. Because if they weren't, the next 10 years that we're lining up for, you know, it's no secret that the past 10 years have been amazing returns in the market, you know, double digits on many years for those returns. Now, if your portfolio wasn't able to actually take advantage of that, then what's that telling you for the next 10 years? You know, we have high inflation last year. What if inflation stays higher and higher? You know, taxes, we have a new tax bill coming out in 2025 that are going to change the way income taxes are handled. So if that portfolio couldn't keep up with the market the last 10 years, how's it going to look for the next 10 years when the market may not be on a bull run as it was before? Okay, well, Joseph, how do you handle that? What do you do? Well, you really look at what the portfolio is made up of, right? What is mm-hmm. what is the key ingredients that are going into it that have maybe caused it to be underperforming? Were they too conservative? Were they maybe over aggressive? And then last year they got burned a little bit. So it's just like any when you're, you're baking something, right? It's like, well, why does it taste this way? Is it too sweet? Is it too salty? And you really just break it down. And that's what our portfolio blueprint does for a lot of people is they're seeing their portfolio in a way that they have never seen it before. We're breaking down the metrics that we look at as money managers to help them understand, okay, here's why your investments are doing what they're doing, and here's how they're interacting with the current market. Okay, and so when you say portfolio blueprint, you're saying that that just sort of is an x-ray into uh, what the portfolio is today, and then it's to you to bring it to the next level? Exactly. So that's the first step that we take with our clients is going over that portfolio blueprint in order to let, you know, get both of us on the same page. Hey, how are you invested? And we're showing them exactly how our mind works as a money manager for, hey, here's how we analyze this. Because, you know, a lot of things in the financial industry are big words put on simple terms. That's how I like to look at it. And it, it really is true. So a lot of the metrics that make up that portfolio are really easy to understand when you break them down to that level. So that's what we first do with our clients, because we want to be able to educate them on, okay, here's why what's happening in your portfolio is happening, right? And Mm -hmm. so now they start to understand and where we start to understand is kind of like the backbone of that strategy that we're building for clients. All right, 800-779-1942. That's the number you can get started with folks. So we're talking about the advisors were were surveyed by uh, Natixis, which is a big uh, investment firm. And uh, they were were hearing now what the results were from what they are hearing from people, you know, clients and, and p- potential clients. Uh, this one surprises me, underestimating how long you'll live. Yeah, I think a lot of people, when we run our preliminary income plan or even the financial plan with Donna, um, people see their age that we run it to at, you know, between 92 and 95. And they're like, whoa, what is this? And I'm like, well, we're going to run it out. You know, the life expectancy may not be that old, but we're obviously going to run it there, right? Because whenever we're planning for your investments, we want to always be on the safer side of making assumptions, right? We're not going to assume that you're going to earn a crazy amount of return every single year. We're not going to assume and be kind of morbid that you're going to pass away at 80 years old, right? Mm -hmm. We have to be able to, you know, we we have many clients that have lived into their 90s. So we've seen it and we've dealt with it. So we have to be able to plan for that. And if that means working an extra couple of years or changing your investments around to, you know, plan for that, then that's what we have to do. 
Right. And and again, but those are the kinds of conversations that you have. And folks, you can have that conversation. There's no cost. There's no obligation. So we're, and again, 46, that was 48% of those surveyed of the advisors said, yep, people underestimate how long they're going to live. 42% are overestimating investment income. I can see how that might work. Yeah. And I think, it, you know, I like to say it's not necessarily how much you have, but it's how much you need, right? People get fixated oh, yeah. on that dollar amount, right? And a million dollars is, a, you know, many people's of, I'm going to retire when I have a million dollars in the bank or my 401ks and my savings account equate to that million dollars. But if you're spending $150,000 a year and you're retiring at 65 with a million dollars, how long is that really going to last you? So it's more important to kind of backtrack and rework the problem and say, okay, let's first start with how much do I actually need every year? And then I can come up with that number of, you know, that goal number that I have to get to in order to get there. And that's exactly what the financial plan is doing mm -hmm. is it's just reworking all these different formulas and for what you and your spouse need in retirement, the lifestyle that you want to live. We want to look at that first. And then your whole plan is really built around that. Everything, everything revolves around that piece of information. And one of the other things, too, is 41% uh, of advisors are saying their, their clients are being too conservative in their investments. That, that Again, do you see that? Yeah, I think, well, over the past 10 years, a lot of people experienced that from what we've seen coming through the door, where, you know, over the, the past 10 years, the S&P 500, like I said, has done close to double digits, if not more. And then people's portfolios are at 5%, 4% year, you know, averaging each year. And the problem that most time, the reason for that is because they were too conservative or they were still in bond funds because, oh, of my age, this is how I should be invested. Well, the market was giving you lemons, right? And when they were investing in bond funds, they weren't making lemonade out of that. That's the best way to put it. They weren't taking yeah. advantage of that opportunity. Um, and a great stat that I love here is over a 20-year period, stocks would have made you six times as much money as a three-month treasury bill would. Wow. So an average total gain of just under 600% versus the 100% with that treasury bill. So that just goes, you put that in, in numbers terms and you see how big of a difference that is six times the amount. Wow. And I think the problem is two people like the, the conservative nature. They don't want to get a little bit more risky. And I'm not talking about being too aggressive, but they like having that more conservative because they look at it on the, sh on the short term, right? We mm -hmm. live life in the short term yep. where when we look at a stat like that and we're looking at a 20 year period, you could see the, the large effects of being more aggressive in that portfolio, being in relevant, clean equity positions that can really make you see those returns. Well, and that's the beauty of working with, with you. You're a fiduciary independent advisors and you, you see things and you know, you are more than just a money manager. I mean, you are actually, you are a big picture when it comes to retirement planning. And I think that that sometimes is, is what you bring to the table that, that me as a client might not be able to see just yet. Right. I think the perspective is a huge part of it, right? It's not just managing the portfolio and saying, oh, this guy, this guy's my stock picker, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just that. Is, is managing the investments a part of it? Of course. But there's also the financial plan, the taxes, looking at all these different aspects and really projecting future roadblocks that you may run into. And the first time that I noticed about, you know, people getting a third person perspective is um, when I was younger, I started working. One of my first jobs was helping um, a bodybuilding. These two couples were bodybuilders and they had a food service preparation. And um, the main person that I worked for was a bodybuilder himself, and he coached people. Yet, well, I remember one time he was telling me, well, my coach said this. And I said, you have somebody that coaches you? I said, but you're a bodybuilder and you coach other people. And he's like, you always need a second set of eyes on what you're doing. And that's when I started to realize even the people that are at the top of their game always have somebody else that's giving them another perspective in order to maybe they're, they're seeing something that they don't. Right. And again, that's that's why that's why I think it is important to sit down with you guys that you just see things a lot differently than I might. And when it comes to returns on our investment, the ROI, the, I think sometimes we have unrealistic expectations. In fact, 40 percent of advisors said that is the case. Are you seeing that? I mean, you know, because you said this before, Joseph, that it's not all about the returns. Right. Yeah. There's a lot more that comes with it. It's really more what you need, maybe more what is the goal return that your portfolio needs. And even the stat here says that the average client was expecting to earn 17 and a half percent 
rate of return <laughs> above inflation. That's I crazy, mean, isn't it? And, and this is where we talk about in the financial plan. It's like, have we had years like that? Of course we have. But when we're running a financial plan, of course we're not going to run 17.5% rate of return over inflation. And, you know, I think people, they get fixated on maybe one or two years that they've had in the market. And like, if I could just have one or two more of those years again, and they get, it's like, it becomes almost like that gambling addiction to them where it's like, I need to get this, I need to get this. It's like, no. Forget what, you know, forget what everybody else is doing. What do you need? What's the rate of return that you need to achieve that you'll be happy with that your plan really needs? And that's where you really have to to start because inflation is an impact on this as well, right? Because if you earn a 17.5% rate of return last year, let's say, which almost nobody did, um, and then you factor in 7% inflation on top of that, then what's your real rate of return? Right. Because people forget about that. You have to keep up with taxes and inflation. So that's just something another thing to think about when you're you know, putting in your head, OK, here's what I want my rate of return to be next year. Right. Well, taxes. I mean, we haven't even touched on that. That's always a, a big deal. Are you seeing anybody? Uh, are you seeing things a little differently this year when it comes to tax planning? Yeah, well, I mean, of course, the Secure Act 2.0, which we talked about last week, we mm-hmm. went over all those different rules. That's that's definitely imp- impacting the, the planning side of things and the tax planning. Right. You know, we have an extra year to do Roth conversions. It's changing the contribution amounts. We can now put more money into 401ks. So we're starting to see a difference on that end. And then we're also still planning for that 2025 sunsetting of the taxes. Mm-hmm. We're thinking, looking forward to seeing what we can do now in order to help people's taxes in the future. And that's really what all tax planning is about. Sure. All right. Well, again, on that note, Joseph, we are up against the clock. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. Come on in and, and have the conversation. Sounds good, Steve. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We'll get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review valued at over $1,000. We'll be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great, Joseph. 800-779-1942 is the number to get you started. It is an opportunity to really uh, to get a true practical financial review. If you've never done it before or if you haven't done it recently and you need a second opinion, you know, Joseph just made a great example of why you need that second set of eyes. 800-779-1942 is how you get the ball rolling. Make that happen today. Uh, You're going to have a roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be after you meet with them. 800-779-1942. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're coming back. A whole lot more here on WealthWorks Radio with Joseph Lanza. Coming up on WealthWorks Radio, the only constant in life is change. And with that in mind, we're sharing seven milestones to speak to your advisor about. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back, everybody. WealthWorks Radio is the program. Uh, Joseph Lenz is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Oh, wait, look over there. It's Eric Carney. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, Eric. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very, very well. We're just having a little off-air discussion on football. That was, uh, it's been a weird year. Yeah, but if, I, I, and you know, I do. I think we, you know, say that every year probably, right? But uh, this year was pretty weird. I mean, uh, just, you know, interesting games and everything. But uh, today should be another uh, interesting day for sure. So sure. it's going to, you know, there's been a lot of upsets. And man, I mean, Brady, what a mess he was last week. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, you know, those Vikings did exactly what they have done for me for, mm, I don't know, what, 40 years? Let you down? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's a crazy thing. I mean, look, look at the Giants. I mean, you know. Finally. They, yeah, finally, after so long. I mean, I was a Giants fan and then morphed into the Dolphins, but uh, I fell off the bandwagon with the Giants. But, man, I mean, they're just crushing it. I mean, so. Yeah. It's going to be a great weekend, that's for sure. It will be fun indeed. And uh, so just like this, this will be a fun segment because we talk about change and and that is what's happening to us as we get older, obviously. Um, But again, there are things that, that... we should know that uh, that we might, might want to remember that, uh, you know, when you change jobs or you lose your job, there's a piece that needs to come with you if you got a 401k. 
Yeah, it's, you know, you, th you think about an exit strategy when you leave a job and you enter into the new one. And a lot of people are just, you know, their, their mind is on focusing on the new job and they they literally leave that old job in the rearview mirror. But what you really have to do is you have to evaluate, okay, what do I take from my old job and what, how do I wrap that up? And, and when you wrap that up, you know, you want to roll over that 401k, you see, want to see what benefits you can take with you, because really we, we put those on the back burner because we're so focused on to the next step. But, you know, it's it's an hour. You know, you really have to take an hour out of your week and say, OK, let me wrap this up. Let me speak with my advisor. Let me get this taken care of and let me have this implemented into my financial plan, because a lot of times, you know, um, we're, we're leaving that money behind us and it's not being very well managed or at all. And so that's one thing that we have to be um, aware of all the time. Well, and these are things that we should talk to our advisor about. And that is if we're getting married, if we're getting divorced, uh, if uh, a spouse should pass away. And uh, really any change in marital status needs to be discussed with an advisor like you to make sure that uh, we're protected and we're good to move forward. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, I mean, a lot of people have been married multiple times now, right? And so, I mean, that is just uh, the new normal. And uh, so you do have to be prepared. And there's also a lot of people that say, look, I've accumulated a great deal of assets. I would like to get married again, but I also want to protect my assets. So there's a lot of things that um, kind of change when you have, um, when you're, when, when there's another marriage or a third marriage or a fourth marriage. And so a lot of times you have to also check the beneficiaries on all of your accounts as well. Um, because you know, there's a lot of people that say, geez, I have this old 401k, but my first wife is still the beneficiary on there. There's a lot of things that, that we have to go through. So there's an actual process when someone's getting married or divorced and you know, it happens all the time. I mean, we, we'll get a phone call or an email. It's like, Hey guys, uh, you know, completely on expected, but we're getting a divorce. And so now we have to be ready for that too. So yeah, definitely any change in marital issue one way or another, we definitely have to address that. Sure. Well, and again, um, isn't Donna sort of certified in that whole divorce process? So actually that's, um, actually Amy. Oh, that's um, Amy. Okay. I'm yeah. Sorry. That's Amy. Yep. And, and Amy actually is a divorce. She's, uh, uh, yeah, certified in, in, that's kind of her specialty, yeah. actually. I okay. mean, it started well, it's off good as a to small have somebody thing. like that in your back pocket. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it started off as a small thing and, and has really grown. And that that really is pretty much her forte at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and then something else that I think a lot of baby boomers are really dealing with now, and that is caring for an aging parent or parents. And that is also something that we should discuss with our advisor just to make sure that, you know, one, our parents are taken care of, but two, we're taken care of. Right. And you and I have talked about this before, Steve, right, about the sandwich generation. Yes. So the sandwich generation is basically still raising children, but now also starting to take care of a parent. And so they're literally stuck in the middle. And a lot of times that sandwich generation is kind of uh, forfeiting or sacrificing their retirement for either their children or their parents or sometimes both. And so this is definitely something where, you know, estate planning has to be brought in. You have to take a look at what assets they have. You have, have to see how you can actually protect their assets. There's just a lot of moving parts with that as well. So um, I think it's interesting because a lot of people kind of delay this and they procrastinate and they put this way off. And then all of a sudden you get a phone call and it's like, hey, I need to, you know, to worry about this. And it's like, yeah, well, that's what we've been telling you for years, you know? So some people are pretty good and proactive about it. Other people keep putting it off and it's just not a good place to be when you actually need it. Having that whole conversation about when you're going to retire and we can have an idea in our mind, but to sit down and look at the math and realize how it works out, that's where to me, one of the huge benefits of working with the, an independent fiduciary advisor is all about. And I think it's the most overlooked benefit, right? People don't really see that side of it, that aspect of it, but that's where everything starts with us is, okay, what are your goals? When are you looking to retire? That's what we always ask them first. And then we run, okay, what's the probability of the success for doing that? If not, let's change that scenario. And that's a huge part of the financial plan and where we really start with all of our clients. Okay. 800-779-1942 is the number that'll get you started. We're talking about things you should talk with your advisor about. And uh, when, if we're a bit younger and we are having children yeah and even grandparents if you're you know your kids are having kids and you got the grandkids those are things we should talk to you about as well right so 
Um, and it's interesting too, because a lot of times people will say, well, geez, you know, my, my expenses will go down and then, you know, they'll, then they'll bring up grandchildren and I'm like, well, now your expenses may change. I mean, let's just face it. Um, when you have grandchildren, you are going to more than likely, you are going to, um, help out in some way, even if it's like on a family vacation and you're like, Hey, you know, I'll pay for part of your plane ticket, or you're going to have Christmas gifts, birthday gifts, whatever it may be, that grandchild will more than likely be somewhat of an expense to you. Um, and so a lot of people want to help out with college. Now, Secure Act 2.0 is changing the 529, where if the child does not actually use that 529 for college, it can get rolled over into a different account. So that's one of the changes that came with the Secure Act 2.0. So um, there's, there's some pretty cool things that the that you can actually do for the grandchildren. And again, that will be an added expense that you have to factor in. Of course, but it's a fun expense. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would I, assume I did, so, yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I got seven grandkids, it's fun. Yeah, there you go. I yeah. mean, you know, so like I said, I mean, I mean, you probably see that too, Steve, like with seven grandkids, right? Yeah. I mean, birthdays and Christmases do get a little expensive. Uh, sure, well, even Valentine's Day, you want to put a little, you know, put a little uh, cash right. in the envelope, send them a Valentine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven yeah. times, you know, whatever. <laughs> Add me to the list. Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, so as we, you know, as we get, we're talking about uh, things to talk with our advisors about and changing in the health of yourself or your spouse. Yeah, if, so, if you get diagnosed with something as awful as that is, you need to have the conversation because you can help us get ready during that and for that. Yeah, and we've already done that. I mean, like I said, unfortunately, this is the uh, the downside of, of our practice because we get really close with a lot of our clients, and then you know to hear that they've they've gotten sick or they're going through treatment or something like that, it really does. I mean, you re you reach out to that client a little bit more, obviously, just to make sure that, that they're taken care of. But in the financial plan, the estate plan, um, everything that we've done for them, that's all covered. And so a lot of times they go into this and, and um, earlier, or I should say late last year, we had a meeting with one of our uh, clients and um, he's not feeling very well at this point. And he's like, look, I just want to have a quick review of everything. And we went over everything. I mean, it's literally, we all went up and saw him and um, he's just like, that's all I needed to know. I feel a lot better. And basically what he's looking to know is that no matter what happens to him, what he wants to have happen with his family is already in place. Nice. So that's a lot of, that's something that we're doing. We are very proactive about it. And, you know, it's just, uh, it, it's difficult to go through that, but this is our job. This is where we really have to step up for that person and give them what they want financially. Well, and I think that having these discussions, uh, you know, you think, well, this is, you know, sort of very personal. Well, it is, but at the same time, you'd tell a doctor these things, you'd tell a lawyer, but, and you're in that same category. Yeah, it's very, I mean, when you get into financial, your, your, your financial life, it's very intimate, right? I mean, yes. it's, it's a very, it, it, because people like to talk about it. They don't like to talk about it. They're very private about their money, however it may be. But um, the thing is, is that you just want to make sure that we realize that you can't take your money with you, right? So where's all this money going? And that, that's what people want to know. They want to know that there's a smooth transfer of that wealth that is going to the beneficiaries. And so again, we can't take it with you. So like I said, that, that's the one thing. And what I tell everybody out there, and, and I'll tell all the listeners this right now, remember one thing, if you don't enjoy your money now, someone else is going to. And that's the one thing that you have to be prepared for. I mean, you know, make sure that you're enjoying your money while you're still alive and while you can still enjoy it. So does that mean that we should come to you? If we want to do a big expense, if we want to do a car or we want to think about a, a, a you know, a beach house, whatever it might be, yeah. those are things we should talk to you about as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's all thrown in the plan. I mean, I've seen the craziest things thrown into a financial <laughs> plan, right? I mean, okay. And uh, so, I mean, it's like, you know, you walk out of that meeting, it's like, whoa, didn't see that one coming. But Everyone has different goals and objectives. And so, like I said, you, you want to make sure that you're trying to provide that client with, with the best that you can for them um, and, and creating that plan for them. So, sure. yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, again, we are uh, once again up against the clock. Let's go ahead and take a quick break and invite folks to call and, uh, you know, come on in and see you guys. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. 
What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. 800-779-1942 is how you can get things rolling, folks. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. It's a chance for you to get that true practical financial review and, you know, maybe have those kinds of uh, conversations with Eric and Joseph as they begin to put your plan together or give you that second opinion. 800-779-1942. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review and you'll see where you are now, but you'll also have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-779-1942. Again, 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're coming back. A whole lot more here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Next up on WealthWorks Radio, will you be better off or worse off in retirement than your parents or grandparents? When we come back, results of a survey with some startling facts about retirement for planning. Welcome back, everybody. WealthWorks Radio is the program. Eric Carney is here. Uh, Joseph Lanz is here. Eric is president of Retirement Wealth, a fiduciary independent, as is Joseph Lanza, is uh, an independent fiduciary advisor as well, along with the rest of the team at Retirement Wealth. You guys have, uh, I mean, really, Eric, you've done such a great job of, of gathering the right people and, and just putting together a good team. I was lucky. Well, I know. I think it's, I, I you know, it's, it goes to you. I mean, I think you're a good leader. You like to surround yourself with good people, and that's smart. I appreciate that. I mean, you know, everyone, it's just been amazing. Like uh, when we found Donna, you know, I was looking very specifically for a certain certified financial planner, and um, it, I, I was very grateful to find Donna. I mean, she just uh, she has a huge passion for financial planning. Now she's getting into global financial planning. Um, she's way ahead of the Secure Act with the financial plans, and I'll tell you, I mean, the the, the plans are are very very well written. They're very organized. Um, I really like you know that we can collaborate with her about a client all throughout the year. Uh, Joseph's done a great job. How long have you been an investment advisor now, Joseph? An investment advisor, two and a half years, but two. I've been here six. Coming on six years. Yeah. So he was like uh, 12 when he started. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I had to pick him up and bring him to work. But, um, and then of course, Autumn, you know, she's done a great job too. I mean, so yeah, it's, it's been a great team. I mean, we all, uh, gel very well together. And, you know, in this kind of environment, uh, especially with last year, 2020 and everything, I mean, we worked very well. It's a very well oiled machine. So, um, we're looking forward to another great year, and I'll tell you, last year was not an easy year, um, and, you know, for a lot of people. I mean, I think a lot of people financially just had a meltdown, and, um, it, it, you know, and the, one of the problems with that is that I think that it's not that people are bad with their money. They're just completely disconnected with their money. They don't know how to connect all the dots with their financial situation. And, you know, when you don't have an income plan, you don't have a financial plan, um, and you're not meeting with your advisor on a regular basis, no wonder people are out there in a, in a financial no man's land. So, you know, this year isn't going to be any different. But like I said, last year, you saw a lot of people that were coming in um, and that were very serious about their finances. And when people say, you know, oh, you work with a more affluent client. Well, actually we do, but we also work with someone who really is serious about their money. And there's a lot of people out there and it's okay if you're not, I'm not, I'm not bashing those people that aren't, but if you're not serious about your money, we're really not interested in working with you because I mean, it's, it's just like, you know, when your money becomes more important to me than it does to you. That's not a good fit. Well, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. But I mean, that's really how it is, you know, and uh, it's like dropping your kid off at school and hoping, you know, the school does a good job raising your child. That's not how it is. 
And so again, you know, we want to have a, a relationship with that client. We want to make sure that they are connected with their money. They understand there's transparency. They see what's going on with their money. They understand, you know, how we manage their money and why. Um, and so, like I said, th this year's really is going to be much different than last year. Hopefully we have a more of a recovering market, I think. Um, and I think that we've been pretty well prepared for that because we've used a lot of cash and treasuries in the accounts. But, you know, going forward, we have to be eyes wide open all the time about what's going on in these markets. So we're talking about in, in this segment, let's dig into this of if we think our retirement is going to be better or worse than our parents or our grandparents. And I think it, it, when you look at these by the numbers, Joseph, break those numbers down for us. Yeah, so in 1950, there were 205 million people over the age of 60. In 2017, there are almost a billion people oh age 60 or older. That's nearly a five-fold increase. And now, by 2050, the estimation of the group will, will be 2.1 billion people. Wow. Now, that's worldwide. People over 60. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And that's according to the United Nations. But And I think this is where a lot of people's fear of the Social Security uh, you know, pension plan comes in, right? Sure. We're already seeing pensions not even um, being really a thing anymore, right? And now people are relying more and more on Social Security. And then they look at a stat like this, and it's like, oh, the government has a lot more people to take care of than they did years ago, right? And obviously we have more people paying into it now, but this has been a big topic of discussion of will Social Security be there for me, right? Or is it going to be taxed a lot higher? Yeah, well, and again, these are things obviously we don't know yet. I think if anybody is you know, retiring in the next, what, probably five years, there's not going to be any change, right? No, right. No, no not at all. I mean, and the, the crazy thing is, you know, you have to remember a lot of people, one thing in Congress and, and uh, wherever, they, they wanted to get voted back in again. So nobody wants to be the bearer of bad news when it comes to Social Security, right? Because those are all the constituents that they need to get them back into office. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times they're not going to make any changes like that. But, you know, I mean, for me, I don't even factor in Social Security in my retirement. I hate paying into it. Right. But um, and hopefully it's there for me because I just like to get some of my, my money back. But I do not factor that in um, to my retirement. And, um, you know, I, I think there's going to be a certain point at some age where you really shouldn't be factoring in Social Security. Sure. Um, it's just, you know, you, you, you got to worry about yourself, you know, and, and I don't want to rely on someone else for my retirement. And, you know, Social Security really was not meant to be exactly like what it is today. Um, and well, and quite frankly, neither was welfare, but welfare has now gotten to be a norm where people, it's a generational thing. You know, well, my parents were on welfare, I can go on welfare. And um, it's just, unfortunately, it doesn't really help people get off of their feet too much. Not too much. Right. So, but anyways, yeah. Well I, 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 well, I think one of the other things, you know, we talk about a changing environment and one of the things that seems to be changing, I know that retirement age has gotten younger over the years, but now it seems to be going back the other way. Yeah, I think it's going to be like 80 by the time I get there. <laughs> you think? <laughs> it is. I mean, they keep raising it up. I mean, look at the SECURE Act. I mean, now, yeah. you know, eventually the required minimum distribution age is going to be 75 years old. So, you know, they are. They're pushing everything up and up and up. And, you know, you've got to understand, look, don't go by these rules. Go by your own rules when it comes to retirement. That's really what retirement planning and financial planning is all about. It's about retiring on your time frame, not on someone else's. And a lot of times people go based on what the government says. Well, that that's not necessarily, um, you know, the, the, the uh, benchmark of retirement. Right. And, and, you know, one of the other things, so we're talking about uh, our parents versus grandparents and, and then us getting into retirement. Um, you know, again, I, I think about it, my, my grandparents on, on my mom's side, so they retired, they moved back to their, you know, to my hometown. Um, and they got, you know, they set up shop, uh, they got social security, they had a pension and they had some money that they'd saved. And I mean, you know, let's cruise through retirement. And that's what they did. Yeah. I think that's what my parents did. I mean, that you know, my mom had a pension from a school district. She also had two tax offices. My father had a print shop, and they saved up some money. She had a small pension. I mean, they got to a certain point, and they're like, we're done, and they literally just cruised down through. And here's the problem with that, though. I think the younger generation looks at those type of people and say, well, it was easy for you. But the bottom line is, is that 
They did have a pension. They did have savings. And, you know, and, and quite frankly, life was not as expensive as it is now. Healthcare was not really an issue for my father like it is now. Right. Um, so, I mean, the thing is, is that, I mean, life is expensive and you have got to be prepared for that. And I, I just don't think that, you know, a lot of these younger generations are saving up enough money. You know, when I see how many new cars are on the road out there, I just think, wow, that's crazy. And, you know, we stayed at the uh, Hard Rock Hotel over in Hollywood, Florida a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's not cheap there. You know, and, and even I was bothered. Like, I stayed a Thursday and a Friday. I was okay with the Thursday night rate, and I was floored at the Friday night rate. And I was, you know, it kind of like bothered me through the whole thing. I'm like, I can't believe I'm paying this much. But there there were young kids running all through this hotel in their like 20s. And and I'm just like, wow. And so, you know, I remember thinking like, how do they afford this? Yeah. Like, like this is not a cheap stay, you know, to come here. And, you know, again, I think I think it's just credit card debt. I mean, I think that's really where it comes down to. But, um, you know, we want to have a good time. But the thing is, is that, like I said, you got to pay the piper as well. Sure. Well, and again, I think we're all going to be paying the piper when it comes to taxes. Right. I mean, taxes are going to be a huge thing. And remember, you know, that nobody really pays attention to the national debt. I do. And but I'm almost obsessed with it because it's really scary on how fast that that goes up. And remember that that is the only thing that the government does is tax people. And and so the whole thing is, is that they are going to find out how to create more taxable situations for our money. And the baby boomers have by far the largest pile of IRA money out there. And so what the what the what they're doing is they're figuring, okay, how are we going to eventually tax this? And that's where the Secure Act all came up from. And so a lot of people don't realize that, but we definitely have to pay attention to that. Well, and I think, but the, the Secure Act, uh, you know, one the first one we we talked about that a lot. Uh, we went through Secure Act 2.0 last week, and I'm sure we'll continue to talk about some of the changes as they become effective. But I mean, for the most part, that that their intention was good, right? Right. I mean, in, in the first in the first Secure Act, the biggest thing that we faced was the loss of the stretch IRA. Right. right. And now the second one comes through and their intention, it, it, you know, there's more pros than cons. That's yeah. the best way to put it okay. um, with that. There's more opportunity for people to take in their retirement plans than there definitely was in the first one. OK, well, yeah, absolutely. Folks, 800-779-1942. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. Invite folks to call. We still got some spots on the calendar. Whether you currently have an advisor or you've never worked with a financial professional before, we're going to be taking the next 10 callers who are in need of that missing financial plan. We're going to create and customize a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000 and give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation. What this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. Let's map it all out. Your goals, income needs, expenses, tax strategies, and even transfers of generational wealth. We will get that plan built for you and see where it leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your investments without any obligation. In short, we're going to take the guesswork out of financial planning. So for the next 10 callers, a full-blown comprehensive plan review that is valued at over $1,000 will be giving it to you complimentary with no obligation. Sounds great, Joseph. 800-779-1942. That is the number to call to get your spot on the calendar to have that conversation. There's no cost. There's no obligation. It's a comprehensive financial review. And if you're looking for that second opinion, if you haven't had one, it's time. 800-779-1942. And if you don't have a plan at all, again, it's time. 800-779-1942. Make that call today. 800-779-1942. Quick break. We're coming back. Another segment right here on WealthWorks Radio with Eric Carney and Joseph Lanza. Coming up next on WealthWorks Radio, my favorite part, questions from you and answers from us. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. WealthWorks Radio is the show. Eric Carney is here. Joseph Lenz is here. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. So we're all here, and uh, we have got, got a great show so far. I love the question segment. I know it's like you like it as well, Eric. Well, Joseph, you probably do too. The um, uh, So are these the kinds of questions that you get when you're sitting across the table with folks? I mean, some of these kinds of questions? Yeah, I think, I think you know, I, I like when somebody comes in very prepared for the meeting. 
Um, you know, you, you get some people that really don't bring in anything. Um, and I mean, it's, it's not a waste of time, but you don't get as much done. Um, and then, you know, uh, some people bring in everything. They have a list of questions. They have their statements. Um, and so, like I said, it's just a lot more fruitful when we can get a lot more done before, you know, at that meeting. But yeah, this uh, kind of gives you a barometer of the questions that are being asked out there. So um, it's always interesting when we get these in. And um, I think there's some great ones this week. Well, this one, again, uh, probably from a younger person. Uh, his name's Dan. He's in Englewood. Uh, he says, how do I pick an advisor and how should a financial advisor be paid? Those are two very good questions. Yeah, it is a good advisor. First of all, you want to find one that matches your criteria. You know, um, there's a lot of advisors out there who, you know, I've said for many years, like, have, has your advisor outgrown your your uh, needs? And there's a lot of times where an advisor hasn't worked with a very affluent client. And so all of a sudden, you know, everybody assumes that all investment advisors are the same, but they're not. I mean, there's some that are very specific on who they work with. And um, so you you want to make sure that you're meeting somebody, again, that meets your criteria. You also want to meet somebody that's going to be around for a while. You know, um, there's a lot of advisors who are getting up there and they eventually want to retire. So you don't want to get started with somebody and then all of a sudden just be passed on to somebody else. I mean, mm -hmm. that's not good either. So um, again, and, and I also think that you want to find somebody that you are entering into a financial relationship with, you know, do you like that person? Do you trust that person? Do you think that they're capable of handling your needs? There's just a lot of things that you have to take a look at. The last thing that I would say about that is what services are they offering? What value are you receiving from them? And there's a lot of people out there who just want to sell you uh, an investment product and quite frankly, never see you again. There's other people that want to provide you with full financial planning and ongoing services. So you can go all the way from just being sold a product all the way to, you know, having concierge service um, all the way. So it's just like, you know, restaurants, there's fast food restaurants, and then there's fine dining. Which one do you want in between? Right. All right. Yeah, I like it. So uh, Dan, there you go. So how do we, when it comes to pay, how should we address that? I mean, it depends on, on you know, some people want to pay a fee. Um, some people want to fee, pay a fee for assets under management. Um, there are commissioned advisors out there still. Uh, it just depends. You know, you, you want to see what you're going into and then ask, how are you compensated? But the more important question to that is, you know, obviously nobody does this for free. You want to ask, what value am I provided? That's a great question because really, if I'm going to pay you a fee, what do I get in return? And so I think that, that our office provides a lot of value because there is the income plan, there's the financial plan, there's the portfolio management, there's the concierge service. I mean, people really feel like they're being surrounded with what they actually need. So I think that that's a, another good question that you have to ask as well. All right, good. I thought that's great insight. I always enjoy that. 800-779-1942. Uh, let's see. On we go to Kirk uh, in Bonita. Uh, Kirk says, I'm almost 40, and between my wife and I, we have about 300000 in different retirement accounts. Our combined income is 160000 and we save 20% a year currently. Retirement is something I've always been anxious about because I grew up without a lot of money and have older relatives in their late 60s who have never been able to retire or get stuck working menial jobs to afford groceries. My goal, I want to be able to walk away from work at 62 if I want. I like, so, I like the attitude. Like Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph has been anxious about his retirement since like 18. <laughs> so what, what, do you, what do you say? What do we do? Well, it's a great question, and it's good that you're starting to plan earlier. And uh, it looks like they've already saved up a good amount for being 40 years old, um, and they're still continuing to save. But really, you want to if you want to know if you're going to be able to retire at 62, you need to know how much you're going to need at 62 to live off of between you and your spouse. So you're taking what you're currently spending in today's dollars, you're obviously inflating it for inflation, and we're running that out all the way till they're 62 to look at what that amount will be. And then we can start to look at both of their social securities, do they have any other goals? And then also right now, how is that money invested in their retirement accounts? Because you can also do a projection of growth depending on how much you know it says they're putting away 20% a year and then depending on what they're actually invested in we can run an average rate of return for how much that eventually will be once they get to that retirement goal age to see if this is really probable for them or if they want to hit that age maybe they need to save a little bit more every year 
Well, 20% or, is a pretty good mark, isn't it? I agree. I know. I agree. Um, and, and like I said, like we talked about before, um, it just depends on what they're spending, right? And, you know, if they're spending, you know, majority of that 160000 subtracting the money that they're saving, right, then once they get into retirement, that's going to be inflated for, you know, with inflation as well. Sure. So that could be a, a large amount that they're going to be pulling from. So that's really what we need to have a, the, the first discussion about. Well, and again, that's the kind of conversation you like to have with someone and, and really start putting their plan in place. Joseph, this is somebody, you know, in theory, you could you could work with him through your entire career and, and see just how that couple turns out. Right, exactly. And it makes it fun for me, too, because it's like putting a puzzle together. You know, we when you're looking at this situation, you have 22 years before they yeah. want to retire. So it's like think about all the endless options that you can do and the different strategies you can put into their plan. So oh, I can see your wheels turning, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 800-779-1942. Uh, Kirk, why don't you give us a call? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Meredith is in Punta Gorda, says, uh, I honestly have no idea if I'm saving enough, not enough, or too much. I don't include inheritances in my planning because I view that as something as someone else's money that they have the night, the right to spend down completely. I would rather be surprised and grateful than plan for something that I didn't that I don't receive. Now, part of what added to the confusion in my case is the old age adage that you should budget 80% of your pre-retirement salary in retirement. That seems high to me. Am I going about this the right way and can you help me sort things out? What do you think? Well, first of all, Meredith, I congratulate you and applaud you for not counting in that inheritance. And, you know, um, this is going back uh, seven years ago. Um, I was with a friend of mine down in Naples, and she says, Eric, I want to start planning. She says, you know, um, I've got a million dollars coming from my father. And I go, how do you know? And she goes, well, you know, that that's what he told me. I'm like, okay. So uh, a few years later, he passed away and she comes in. She's like, I got 300 grand from my dad. I go, what, what happened to the other 700,000? Yeah. You know, she says, well, he ended up having a girlfriend and, you know, they traveled and spent some money and he left her a little bit and she was fine with it. But the bottom line is, is that I never built her financial plan on a million dollars. I didn't even include that in there. And so now that she ended up with money, now all of a sudden I included that money. So again, I, I applaud you because a lot of people really do count on this money. And I'll tell you, I mean, there could be a medical event or anything that could happen and you know that money may not be there. So to get back to your original question, am I saving enough, not enough or too much? It's very simple, get a financial plan built for you, mm -hmm. not just a financial plan, a financial plan built for you. And so a lot of people just feel absolutely relieved when all of a sudden they don't um, have to worry about where they're going anymore. Um, because the financial plan is, again, running a thousand different scenarios and it's really calculating their actual investment um, ideas and goals and, 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 and calculating everything in that direction that they want to go in. So again, I would, you know, book that appointment. It's, I'll tell you what, a lot of people walk out of here and they feel like this is good. This is exactly what I needed. Mm -hmm. And there's so many people out there that do not have a financial plan written. That, that, that really is the key, isn't it? It's all about the plan. It's crazy. And, and to get yep. it in writing as well. And uh, right. Meredith, you can have that happen for you. 800-779-1942. Make that call today. Uh, let's see. We've got time for another one. Let's go to Victoria in um, Naples. Uh, she says, uh, I retired at the end of 2022, but still have room within the 2022 annual contribution limit to contribute towards my Roth. I will not be earning income in 2023. Can I still contribute towards the 2022 limit? Yes, and you have until April 15th to do so. 18th this year. 18th. Yeah. Apologies. That's okay. It depends on where the Monday lays, right? Or the, uh, the weekend lays every really, time. Yeah, but. and and whatever the... There's another reason why there's some holiday or something in there that's only in, like, Pennsylvania or something. Oh, well, that affects yeah. it, too. Yeah. <laughs> but a very simple answer, yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> so, I, I mean, is that something that you do for folks? I mean, can you help them get there? Of course. I mean, it's built into the financial plan. And this is a great example of a question that um, a lot of people don't even realize, because if we're meeting with people like late last year, or even now, and they haven't started a Roth yet, then, you know, we want to inform them, you can actually contribute for 2022. You have earned income that year and 2023. They're starting off the, the Roth with both those years contributions. And then we're planning for it in the future as well. Mm -hmm. 
My favorite part is when they come in the very last day and want to open up that account and expect, <laughs> you know, TD Ameritrade to be able to open up that account, yeah. get it funded in time. Yeah, yeah. Not so much. Let's go ahead and wrap up this show and invite folks to call one last time. Sounds good, Steve. Hey, everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. If you are out there in a financial no man's land, you're looking for a second opinion, or you need a fully written comprehensive financial plan, let's take the next five callers who are in need of that financial plan that is missing. If you're serious about your finances, this is a great opportunity for you. We'll create a full-blown financial plan review valued at over $1,000. Let's give it away absolutely complimentary, no obligation to the next five callers who have saved at least $500,000 for retirement. And what this will consist of is simply taking the mystery out of financial planning by taking a look at what you're currently doing and maybe just making some slight changes. We're going to map it out. We're going to run all the reports for you. The fee report, the Morningstar reports, a tax analysis, maybe a volatility analysis. Let's see where it takes you. Let's see where that plan leads you. Let's get you reacquainted with your portfolio. And again, without any obligation, if you're interested in your very own income plan, we'll show you proven strategies and techniques to turbocharge your retirement income. In short, we're going to take all the guesswork out of financial planning. So again, for the next five callers, a full-blown com comprehensive financial plan review, it's over $1,000 value. We'll be giving it away. Complimentary, no obligation. Call us today. Great opportunity here, folks. Don't let it slip by. It's 800-779-1942 to get that comprehensive financial review that shows you where you are today. But what's important is a roadmap gets constructed, essentially, to help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-779-1942. You heard Eric. Five callers right now. 800-779-1942. Eric, as always, Joseph, a pleasure to be here. And, and again, my favorite hour of the week is with you guys. Thank you, gentlemen, so much. Everybody out there, thank you so much for listening. Remember, you only retire once. Let's get it right the first time. Have a great week and an even better retirement. Eric Carney is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Retirement Wealth, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by RWA. Insurance licensed in the state of Florida. Insurance license number P138852. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and make full disclosures of any conflict of interest, if any exists. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV2A, page 4, for additional information. WealthGuard is a complete portfolio monitoring system. Designed by determining the amount of downside risk a client is willing to tolerate, WealthGuard is added to a client's account to protect them from the downside risk. WealthGuard is not a stop-loss strategy. When the account value in the portfolio hits the targeted value, an alert is sent to the client, advisor, and money manager. There is no guarantee the exact WealthGuard value will be captured or assets will be traded or liquidated the same day due to time of day or market restrictions. 